This is a podcast from Rover. Rover. 136.9% to be specific in terms of price rises for tomatoes in three years. Um, it seems extraordinary on the face. I'm sure there are plenty of reasons behind it, Barry. Yes, yes, absolutely, there are. And um, I think the, the first thing we've got to um, understand is in previous years, uh, prices haven't been high because the supply had been high. Mm. Um, so um, we ended up, I think, from memory and pack and save and Hastings, tomatoes, 18 cents a kilo at one stage uh, um, last year. Um, the problem we've got at the moment is supply is down significantly down for a number of reasons, which I will cover. But the demand is still high because obviously people want tomatoes. They're great. They go with so many dishes, healthy, etc. Um, so um, it's a supply and demand equation. Um, and unfortunately, our growers are just not able to supply enough to, uh, tomatoes for the demand at the moment. We wish we could, but we just can't get there. So we'll look at the reasons in just a moment, but one of the things uh, that has been mooted or um, posed by some uh, commentators, if you like, Barry, is that, uh, well, tomato growers clearly must be uh, really, you know, getting the cream here, getting rich out of this uh, out of this racket. No, uh, to the contrary. Um, I, we have lost uh, something in the order of 25% of our grow- small to medium growers um, in uh, recent times due to the fact that they can't make their business uh, work. It's not viable. The cost of producing tomatoes is so high. Um, the price that, of course, consumers pay in the supermarket is not what our growers get. And um, there's so many factors that have gone against um, growers uh, being able to um, make money in the industry. So nearly all our growers are just hanging on for survival at the moment. That's the reality. Yeah, I want to return to the uh, people exiting the industry in a moment, but first let's take a look at some of those factors that are contributing to these price rises for tomatoes. So uh, Stats NZ have said labour shortages, COVID challenges and higher costs are among the reasons. No doubt you'd agree with those. Yep, absolutely. Um, Labour's been a nightmare. Not just availability, but affordability has been a real problem. The input costs, whether that's um, um, cost of seed, whether, you know, um, uh, cost of fertiliser, nearly 200% increase in the cost of fertiliser, um, cost of diesel. Um, I'll come back to the um, heating cost because that is significant. Um, but um, there's some additional factors um, and over and above those in the COVID impacts. Um, at the moment, the weather has been atrocious mm. um, in our key growing areas. So tomatoes to grow well, we need sunlight. Um, and um, we need heat. Now, without sunlight, uh, the plants don't grow well. Uh, we end up with, like we've got outside in our home gardens, more bacterial blight and, and the type uh, scenarios. Um, so we end up with plants that don't produce a lot of fruit. And unfortunately, in um, Tauranga, where I live, and up in Auckland, where a lot of our tomatoes are grown, we've just had day after day after day of cloud and rain, unfortunately, and um, it's just meant the tomatoes are not um, fruiting. And what was the heat part you were going to mention? So um, to grow tomatoes, uh, the temperatures need to be um, higher than the ambient temperature for many parts, uh, times of the year. 
um, the ETS costs associated with heating, um, whether that's uh, gas, whether that's uh, in the South Island they don't have access to gas, so it's using uh, coal. Um, significant increasing uh, costs when it comes to uh, energy and heating. And as such, our growers haven't been able to afford to heat their houses, which has again resulted in lower levels of production. There's the, also the, the shortage of carbon dioxide as well, isn't there, that I've been reading about recently that uh, was affecting, uh, I know brewers were, were worried about that. Um, that also be, will be playing into that, just another thing to add into the mix here. Absolutely right. So some um, gas uh, heated sheds, they're able to capture carbon dioxide from the gas and put it into their sheds as gas, which makes the plants grow faster and stronger. Um, Those without gas, uh, if they want to use carbon dioxide, they need to purchase it. And there's no option to purchase uh, um, carbon dioxide gas at the moment. So um, they haven't been able to put it into their houses. And one house I know as a result of not able to uh, put carbon dioxide in has reduced their production by something like 200 tonnes, significant amount of tomatoes. So um, a number of these factors all coming together. We haven't spoken about biosecurity. Biosecurity has been an ongoing challenge regarding we import seeds uh, for the sector and those seeds at times carry with them, even though MPI do a great job in screening and trying to keep everything out, sometimes they carry biosecurity um, issues that we need to address, which requires the plants to be pulled out or um, um, limited the the, uh, growing season. So all these factors have accumulated to the situation, which has resulted in one, growers doing it really hard, but um, two, the price being high for our consumers, which we certainly don't want to um, see continue. Tomatoes NZ Chair Barry O'Neill with us. Barry, uh, there's been a few moves in recent times to, um, you know, I guess, loosen the, the labour laws, at least in, when it comes to immigration and getting um, you know, a bit of a workforce in there. Is that going to, or has it uh, alleviated any of the, the labour problems, or do you see that they're just still there and will be for, for a while to come? Um, Yeah, I think it will be um, a problem for a while to come. This is a um, global um, issue, not just a New Zealand issue. Mm. So everyone is uh, screaming out for labour. We've got to be careful, however, in our part of the world that our policies are more, not more restrictive than our cousins across the creek. Mm. Otherwise, all the migrant labour, Pacifica labour, will go to Australia rather than to New Zealand. So the first thing is to make sure our labour settings are not um, restricting um, the um, opportunities that we have currently now. Um, We are investing significantly in in automation, of course, but that's probably 10 years away in reality uh, from um, being commercially um, applied into our houses in a big way. So we're going to be dependent on on labour for the foreseeable future. And at the moment, we just either don't have enough or we can't afford uh, the labour that is available. So it's a sort of a double whammy. Mm. Certainly we, we are 
but appreciate the increase in the um, RSE, the uh, recognised seasonal employees scheme uh, numbers from the Pacifica. Um, so 19,000 RSE workers, some of which come and work in the tomato sector, is uh, very welcome. We think that could go higher. And we think the um, immigration settings could um, be um, relaxed um, in light of the global shortage of labour. Mm, yeah, well, that makes perfect sense. Um, just a couple of quick things to finish on. I note that a quarter of the small to medium scale growers uh, have basically exited the industry. Some have started to grow uh, cucumbers. So uh, I guess that feeds into the supply demand thing you were talking about earlier. Um, yes, in part, but also um, labour, um, the uh, cost of growing tomatoes, um, and import increases, so it's meant a number of the small to medium growers, the 25% that have left tomato growing, have moved to crops that are um, less uh, expensive to grow, more certainty regarding pricing. And remember, it wasn't long ago where tomatoes were being sold for $0.08 cents a kilo, mm. um, as, as I mentioned earlier. So there's a number of reasons that those small growers uh, have left. And we, we constantly are um, looking at, at um, imports into New Zealand of tomatoes when our prices get high. Australian tomatoes do come into New Zealand. Um, Australian tomatoes don't always have the same production costs that we have regarding, say, ETS. Um, and um, also uh, with Australian tomatoes, of course, the biosecurity risks mean they um, have to be irradiated before they can be imported. Right. But last, last year, something like uh, um, just under 500 tonnes of Australian tomatoes came into New Zealand. And so when our growers do start to make money, we've got to be careful that we don't then take that opportunity away from them by um, cheaper imports because our growers don't make money 12 months a year. There might be one or two months a year where tomato prices are such they can make money, which sees them through for the other um, nine or ten months. So, yes, we've got to to be careful, in my opinion, because this is a New Zealand domestic food security issue. Our our vegetable production in New Zealand, 80% is consumed by New Zealanders, and if we can't produce affordable um, vegetables in New Zealand, then unfortunately our future is more one of frozen vegetables or imported vegetables, which none of us really want to see happen. Well said, uh, Barry O'Neill, Chair of Tomatoes NZ. Really do appreciate your insight into uh, the issues surrounding uh, tomatoes, or issues, I should uh, more accurately say, surrounding uh, the cost and the uh, the difficulty to some extent that the growers are having out there. Appreciate your time. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks, Dominic.